0: media networks this is America's First News this morning with your host Gordon Deal Hunter Biden indicted good morning I'm Gordon Deal Along with Dom Savino, in for Jennifer Koshenka on this Friday, December 8th. Glad you could be with us. Here's what we have for you this hour.
1: Instead of paying his taxes, prosecutors say President Biden's son spent millions on an extravagant lifestyle. Here are the new tax charges.
0: A judge in Texas has approved a request for an abortion from a mother of two whose life is in danger if she continues with her pregnancy.
1: Concerns are mounting about the U.S. military's response to proxy attacks by Iran in places like Syria and Iraq. Hear what critics want. And the potential pitfalls of buy now,
2: pay later. People want to celebrate the holiday, but then at the same time there is high inflation and the credit card raise is really high right now. The average rate is around 20 something percent. So people are really trying to find alternatives to pay down their purchases.
0: Zoe Han at MarketWatch on the growth of BNPL this holiday season. The legal troubles are mounting for President Biden's son. Hunter Biden was indicted on nine tax charges yesterday, which include three felonies and six misdemeanors. The indictment refers to earnings from connections Hunter Biden made in Ukraine, Romania and China, including from the year 2016, the final year of his father's vice presidency. Prosecutors say he failed to pay one point four million dollars from 2016 through 2019 and then evaded taxes in 2018, by filing false or fraudulent returns. Former federal prosecutor Nayama Rahmani. If you have a no-time plea deal, that's something that you have to consider because, really, this isn't a case that you can defend on the merits. Maybe you can hope for some sort of jury nullification, but, I mean, there's no question, at least according to the indictment, that... Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes. Hunter Biden also faces separate prosecution on felony gun charges. In addition, House Republicans have threatened to hold Hunter in contempt in a standoff over whether he'll submit to closed-door questioning centered on his foreign business dealings. The Justice Department will now be prosecuting the current president's son and the former president. Authorities in Nevada have identified the three victims killed during the shooting spree Wednesday on the campus of UNLV. The Clark County Office of the Coroner Medical Examiner identified two of the victims as 64-year-old Cha-Jane Chang, a professor at the university, and 39-year-old Patricia Navarro-Velez, assistant professor. Authorities have identified the third deceased victim but are waiting to notify the next of kin. The fourth wounded victim, a 38-year-old male visiting professor, remains in the hospital. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Sheriff Kevin McMahill. The suspect had a list of people he was seeking on a university campus, as well as faculty from the Eastern Carolina University. We have contacted almost everyone on those lists to make sure that they are all right. The accused gunman is 67-year-old Anthony Polito, a longtime business professor who sought a teaching position at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and was denied. Police say he had money issues and there was an eviction notice taped to the front door of his home in Henderson. A Texas judge says a pregnant woman whose fetus has a fatal diagnosis is allowed to get an abortion in the state. Lawyers representing 31-year-old Kate Cox, a pregnant mother of two, filed a lawsuit Tuesday asking the court to forbid Texas officials from prosecuting medical professionals who provide her with an abortion. More from this morning's Mike Gavin.
3: According to the lawsuit, Ms. Cox, who's 20 weeks pregnant, learned last week her fetus has full trisomy 18, a chromosomal disorder with high miscarriage rates and little chance of survival after birth. It says doctors informed her that continuing the pregnancy would affect her health and fertility. Ms. Cox has visited the emergency room several times during the pregnancy. Travis County District Judge Maya Guerra-Gamble said in her order that Ms. Cox qualified because the longer she stays pregnant, the greater the risk to her life. Gordon.
0: Thank you, Mike. The ruling comes as the Texas Supreme Court weighs a broader challenge that, if successful, would carve out a more robust medical exception for women across the state. Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited-time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Glad you could be with us. Welcome into Friday. A handful of former United States military leaders have argued in recent days that the Department of Defense has not adequately responded to a series of attacks against U.S. forces carried out by groups with Iran's backing. It's a story by Mike Brest, defense reporter at the Washington Examiner. Mike, explain.
4: The U.S. has troops still in Iraq uh, and in Syria, and their job right now is to ensure the lasting defeat of ISIS. Uh, And so those troops are there. uh, Every once in a while, they'll help uh, do combat missions to take out uh, various terrorist figures. Uh, But so they have been there. They're still there. They're not really, uh, you know, involved in what's happening uh, in Israel, even though that's now a big part of what's happening in the Middle East. And so those troops uh, in Iraq and in Syria have come under attack Uh, more than 70 times since October 17th. Uh, And so, obviously, that date, uh, you know, is only 10 days after uh, Hamas's attack in Israel. So the two are not necessarily directly linked, even though they're taking place in the same time period. Yeah. Uh, So that takes care of the picture in Iraq and Syria now. The U.S. also has put a number of troops in the Red Sea, uh, and this... Uh, force there is designed to, uh, and the U.S. has increased their presence, uh, is designed to ensure that the situation in Israel, that war does not expand uh, through other uh, means, whether that's Hezbollah in Lebanon or or Iran in particular, Uh, the U.S. is really trying to keep this a war between Israel and Hamas. And so the troops uh, have been put in part in the Red Sea, and we've seen uh, a number of attacks uh, from uh, what's believed to be the Houthis in Yemen, uh, which are rebels there and are consi- and have Iran's backing. Uh, and so there was an incident this week uh, where a handful of uh, commercial vessels in the Red Sea were attacked. Uh, and while DOD was not uh, definitive in saying they were attacked by the Houthis, they said these uh, attacks were originated from Uh, the territory that the Houthis control in Yemen.
0: We're speaking with Mike Brest at the Washington Examiner. Um, So who's saying we're not doing enough? And what do some folks want to see as a U.S. response here?
4: So the big question uh, that people are bringing up is whether or not the U.S. has effective uh, deterrence. Uh, And mainly when they talk about deterrence, they talk about, in this case, Iran. Is the U.S. doing enough? To ensure Iran doesn't feel comfortable or confident enough uh, to attack or do something uh, that would, you know, be negative towards U.S. interest in the region, uh, and so we've seen uh, former Secretary uh, Leon Panetta as well as former Secretary Mark Esper say that uh, if they were still in in their positions, uh, they would probably be hitting more targets uh, in response to these attacks, and so. The U.S. has launched a handful of uh, airstrikes, specifically trying to get at the uh, the militias in Iraq and in Syria that are attacking U.S. forces. Uh, and these airstrikes primarily have focused on hitting facilities, not necessarily uh, killing uh, militants, but really trying to hit their ammunition uh, sort of storage units. Uh, and so they're the facilities. And so uh, we've heard from... Uh, as I said, Secretary Esper or former Secretary Esper and former Secretary Panetta, who said uh, they would consider hitting uh, more significant targets to them.
0: All right. So that's that would make Iran feel more uncomfortable, as they said.
4: Their argument is with the lack of response that they that the U.S. has done so far or with the response that the U.S. has has done so far, uh, they are not necessarily deterred from continuing to act and possibly escalate. And so what Secretary Esper has said is he would escalate to de-escalate is a phrase he he used. And so what he means by that is he would do, uh, he would essentially carry out a strike or some sort of operation to further deter Iran from thinking they could get away with these types of attacks on US troops.
0: Thanks Mike. Mike Brest, defense reporter at the Washington Examiner. This portion of the program is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. If you're racking your brain trying to come up with the ultimate holiday gift, look no further than omahasteaks.com. Skip the candles and ornaments this year. Let Omaha Steaks... Take the guesswork out of gifting. Visit omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use the promo code DEAL at checkout, you get an additional 30 bucks off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks. Brendan took me to the Jets game last Sunday. We fired this stuff up during the tailgate. It was awesome. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship now. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DEAL at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. Know you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code DEAL at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. omahasteaks.com and code DEAL. Again, omahasteaks.com and code DEAL. 20 minutes after the hour on This Morning. Here's Dom Savino. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number
1: one. Today, Israel's war on Hamas enters its third month, and intense fighting continues with, Isra- with Israel's military striking 450 targets across the Gaza Strip in the last day alone. It comes as the U.S. criticizes Israel for not doing enough to limit civilian deaths. Secretary of State Antony Blinken.
5: Israelis have been evacuating neighborhoods instead of entire cities. So focusing in on a much more deliberate way on those who may be uh, in harm's way uh, as they conduct the the campaign against Hamas.
1: More than 17,000 Palestinians have been killed since the war began.
0: Number two.
1: Meanwhile, last night, the Jewish community marked the first night of Hanukkah. In DC, second gentleman Doug Emhoff, husband of Vice President Kamala Harris, was on hand to light the national menorah. Emhoff denounced rising anti-Semitism while encouraging the Jewish community to find hope in the story of Hanukkah.
3: So even though it feels like these are dark times, we will continue to live out the legacy of the generations of ancestors who came before us.
1: Emhoff also called out the presidents of several major universities for their failure to denounce calls for the genocide of Jewish people earlier this week.
3: Number three.
1: A judge in Texas has granted a pregnant woman permission to get an abortion despite the the state's strict ban on the procedure. According to the lawsuit, the woman's fetus has a disorder called Trisomy 18, which is likely to cause stillbirth or the death of the baby shortly after birth. An attorney for the woman said she could face several serious complications if she carried the fetus to term. This weekend, those across the eastern half of the U.S. may have their travel and holiday shopping plans disrupted. That's because of a massive storm set to bring a, a range of wild weather to the eastern and central parts of the nation. Most will get heavy rain and wind, but there's also a chance for snow across the northern plains, upper Midwest, and northeast. It's been a rough season for the one-time powerhouse New England Patriots, but relief was the word last night.
0: Zappy, throwing, caught, Henry, touchdown, whoa! So Henry, who scored the prior touchdown, went into the medical tent for just a moment, comes back and scores again.
1: That one of three first-half touchdowns from New England quarterback Bailey Zappi as the Pats beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 21-18. Two of those three touchdowns went to the birthday boy, tight end Hunter Henry. The Patriots snap a five-game losing skid. All right, thank you, Tom. Barbie toys and robot vacuums are popular this holiday
0: shopping season. And so are Buy Now, Pay Later services. With that popularity comes risks, an explainer from Zoe Hahn at MarketWatch. Zoe, what are we seeing?
2: It's uh, really popular. I think for the past Cyber Monday, there are data from Adobe. Um, is basically a record number of amount of purchases put on Buy Now, Pay Later. Um, so it's really, really hot right now.
0: Is that because people can't afford what it is they're buying? Or are there different reasons? Do we know why?
2: I think um, it's it's kind of that Um, people want to celebrate the holiday, but then at the same time there is high inflation and the credit card raise is really high right now. The average rate is around 20 something percent. Um, So people are really trying to find alternatives to pay down their purchases.
0: When I think of a uh, buy now, pay later, I often think of, you know, you're laying out 400 bucks for a new TV or something like that. But that's really not the case. There are some folks who use it for necessities, correct?
2: Yeah, I've done pieces before on how there are a growing number of people they turn to buy now, pay later um, is really purchasing groceries.
0: We're speaking with Zoe Han, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Her story is called Using Buy Now, Pay Later. This holiday season, holiday shopping season, watch out for these potential pitfalls. So what is it that can trip up consumers sometimes?
2: Yeah, I think is, you know, all those providers, they usually advertise those services as no fees and no interest. Um, but so people usually don't really understand the fees and interest that come with the also because buy now pay later is a really umbrella term uh when we refer to this whole lot of different tools that come with the um there are the pay in 4 which is more common these days and those are the ones that usually do not have any transaction fees and do not have any interest and split your purchase into four installments that you usually pay back within 6 months uh 6 weeks mm-hmm. excuse me um, but there are also some longer term loans um, those providers also provide, such as a firm. Um, those ones can charge you interest. It really depends on your account history, um, how well they see your credit report is. Um, and they will, some of those providers, they will charge a late fee um, if you are late.
0: So, charge interest? How? I thought that was the whole purpose of using buy now, pay later. If you don't, if you miss a payment, I guess, or you don't finish the payments on time, then you get hit with interest, an interest fee.
2: Yeah. So this is the this is the tricky part. It really depends on which product you're using. Um, and the tricky thing is, a lot of people do not know which product is the one that do not have any interest.
0: Like Zoe, Zoe Han, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Did you know traditional bed sheets harbor as much bacteria as a toilet seat? The germs in your sheets can cause acne, allergies, stuffy noses, and other gross ailments. Fears, though, that you can put to bed with Miracle-Made bed sheets. Miracle-Made uses silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA that are thermoregulating to keep you at a perfect temperature all night. Miracle-Made is self-cleaning, self-cooling, luxurious, eco-friendly bedding designed to protect your skin for more restorative rest. My wife and I love them. Now, my listeners can have a clean night's sleep while saving over 40% and sleep cool all summer and warm all winter. The website, trimiracle.com com slash Gordon. Claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% at checkout. Miracle-Made products are backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, the website, TryMiracle.com slash Gordon. TryMiracle.com slash Gordon to save big. You can sleep cool, comfy, and clean. Miracle-Made bedding, NASA-inspired for out-of-this-world comfort. Sleep clean with Miracle. No fear just facts this is america's first news this morning with gordon deal hey glad you're with us welcome into friday december 8 gordon deal with dom savino in for jennifer kashenka some of our top stories and headlines hunter biden charged with evading taxes a texas judge grants a woman's request for an abortion in that state a weekend of wild weather for much of the central and eastern u.s a major donor to upenn Threatens to withdraw $100 million if the school doesn't get rid of the current president over her handling of anti Semitism on campus. Hanukkah is underway. John Rahm joins the Live Golf Tour for a reported $300 million and decompressing by cuddling with a cow. That story in about 20 minutes. This portion of the program is brought to you by Indeed. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com credit. What's the job picture like as we begin to close out 2023? The Labor Department releases the November employment report this morning. Here's a preview from Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst at Bankrate.com. Mark expectations.
5: The expectation, Gordon, is that we'll have more jobs added on the month, more hiring. Now, part of that is a bit of a distortion because we're getting some uh, payroll gains there by virtue of something that isn't really... Uh, the success of the economy, and that is just the fact that the auto um, makers' strikes ended, and so you get about 25,000 jobs added there. But from a broader perspective, the fact that the expectation is the unemployment rate remains steady at 3.9%, still historically low, although off the historic lows, uh, and the fact that in a moderating economy, in the, in the sense of the job market cooling but not freezing, uh, you know, we're still powering ahead and resilience really has been, I think, the key word with respect to this economy over the last couple of years with all that it sort of had thrown at it.
0: Okay. How does seasonal hiring like for the holidays by some of these say, big box or delivery yeah. companies factor in here?
5: Well, seasonal hiring this year is expected to be sort of lackluster. And, and the reason for that is that uh, that parallels the fact, or the facts that uh, the retailers broadly, which would be the biggest piece of that obviously here at the end of the year, uh, have anticipated sort of uh, a ho-hum sale season, essentially flat adjusted for inflation over last year. And along with everything else that they've been dealing with, supply chain challenges of previous years, now that their inventories are in good shape, uh, they've been able to find the staffers that they want and need coming into this season as well. And so you're just looking for that to be, you know, part of a broader trend, I think, in the economy, and that is more normalization as we put uh, the disruptions,, uh, the severity, the volatility of, of the pandemic experiences. Farther behind us. Mm. We're
0: speaking with Mark Hamrick, senior economic analyst at Bankrate.com, previewing the November jobs report. Touch on stuff uh, that's beyond the headline numbers here. Like you referenced in yeah. notes, uh, the, the, the number of people who want to work but are not looking. What what is that, and and what do we take from that?
5: Yeah. First of all, Gordon, you know, and I want I want to sort of to try to uh, express my. Um, uh... alignment with people who are listening uh... to us right now uh, many of whom will say well what they're describing now in terms of the strength of the u.s economy or even the job market may not be entirely consistent with their own experience Well, the reason of that reason for that is Uh, broadly, uh, the damage from the inflation of the past few years, where the focus is not on the job market as much as it is the erosion of buying power. And that is slowly but surely, I think, being resolved. And I hope that that's the case uh, more so next year as uh, inflation comes down from its peak and we actually see uh, more prices falling as opposed to either marching in place and rising. But to the specific question you asked, you know, we do focus on the number of unemployed in this report, most recently at about six and a half million. But there are some other million dollar metrics, a uh, million person metrics, I should say, in here that uh, speak to, let's just say, uh, the troubles that people are dealing with. And so, on top of the six and a half million that are unemployed, Very recently, we had more than 5 million Americans who wanted a job but weren't looking for work, perhaps in part because they were discouraged, didn't think they were gonna find work. And then more than 4 million who are working part-time but really would like to have full-time employment. So when we sort of zero in on that unemployment rate or the number of unemployed, we need to understand that there are people that are on the margins around those numbers who have been adversely affected by uh, what's happening in the economy.
0: And then finish up, if you would, about uh, today's job openings being fewer than they've been.
5: Yeah, so one thing that we watch very closely here uh, comes out a couple of days or three days before uh, the unemployment report is a Labor Department snapshot uh, which covers, among other things, job openings, those hired, those who have been discharged, including essentially fired, and those who have quit their jobs. And the number of job openings uh, had risen to as high as 12 million in March of last year. Uh, And that's been steadily coming down, but even falling to 8.7 million as of the last check, which was the end of October, uh, and that marked a decline of 600,000 month over month, we're still above the pre-pandemic levels. Uh, which had been just above $7 million.
0: Thanks, Mark. Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst at Bankrate.com.
3: Today's Mic Drop is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL.
0: Hey, thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Friday. It's time now for the Mic Drop with this morning's Mike Gavin.
3: Good morning. Well, if you're planning a December vacation to remember, make sure you take note of some travelers who learned, learned what not to do the hard way. We start in Italy. We're a group of tourists riding on one of the famous gondolas in Venice wound up taking an unexpected bath in one of the canals and it was all their own fault. According to Sky News, the group was preoccupied with taking selfies while ignoring warnings from the gondolier to sit down and stay still. Then when too much weight ended up on one side of the gondola, it flipped over, sending everyone into the cold canal. The gondolier helped one to shore and then dove back in to rescue the others. Footage of the drenched tourists clinging to the boat went viral on sites like TikTok. Reports said that members of the group were given a warm place to dry off, and then, thankfully, no one was hurt. Was it really an unexpected bath? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess for the gondolier, was it? Which is why he was uh, practically pr- trying to get them to uh, to sit down. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, is there a language barrier here? I like, what's, Just, just yeah. sit down. I mean, I think it's universal. When you're waving at people you know, and pointing yeah. to sit down, I, yeah. I think that's... Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty that's, clear. Yeah, right? universal language that anyone should understand. Yeah. Plus the fact that
0: you're in a boat. Uh, yes, yes. Which is not overly wide. Right. That's a, a glorified canoe.
3: In some cases, those gondolas. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess with <laughs> just, those, you know, you probably don't know it's going to flip over till it actually does. There's not a lot of I listing guess. necessarily. It's just right. like, all right, it's, you know, first, it's uh, completely upright. and The next minute, it's uh, completely flipped over and you're wet.
0: Am I wrong? Yeah, for having laughed
3: watching video?
0: At the tourists, in the water, clinging to the gondola. Well, because you
3: knew that nobody was hurt. so Uh, Yeah, I It's it's okay to laugh. Or maybe you didn't know that? I'm not sure, Uh, but I'm going to assume that you knew that nobody was hurt. Everybody was okay. They just got a little bit wet, and yes, you can laugh Mm -hmm. at that. You're allowed.
0: Mess around and find out. That's what happened here. (laughs) You ignored the
3: instructions, and you found out. Right. And speaking of which, provided you make it through your trip unscathed, there are still plenty of pitfalls to be had at the airport. For starters, it's never a good idea to try to smuggle animals The New York Post says one traveler heading from Thailand back to his home in Taiwan this week was caught attempting to smuggle three animals through airport security in his pants however authorities caught wise to the 22 year old man's plan after noticing an unusually large bulge wobbling about below the waist <laughs> That was that's how they wrote it a subsequent strip search revealed that he'd been harboring two asian small clawed otters and a prairie dog which he had stuffed in three separate socks and taped to his designer boxer shorts video showing the man's bold undecovered animal trafficking scheme is currently blowing up online Following his debriefing, the smuggler was detained at the airport and he now faces charges. Mm.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you use that phrase before.
3: Which, which one? There's a lot uh, in a, here.
0: An unusually large bulge yeah. wobbling below the waist. Yeah, I, I yeah. took
3: that straight from the New York Post report. I, okay. thought that, I thought that described it accurately. And I'm
0: pretty sure you wouldn't be smuggling it if it was a large-clawed otter versus a small-clawed otter.
3: I mean, do you want to put anything with large claws uh, down your pants? No. I would say probably not. Thanks for making my point. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Mike. Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited-time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Want to know where the planes are on time and the fares are low? The Wall Street Journal is out with its rankings of large and midsize airports. Some of the takeaways, Orlando might have great food and shopping, but it's located in an area with lousy weather. Federal data shows Los Angeles International outperforms others on fast times through security, but the traffic on the way to the airport. Well, you know, weather is the Achilles heel for plenty of airports. Summers in Florida mean thunderstorms. A mix of rain and snow in northeastern airports like Newark Liberty International in New Jersey mean that delays and cancellations can pile up. Despite its northern climate, Minneapolis-St. Paul largely escapes this fate. Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta is the busiest in the world, but its flight cancellation rate is only 1%. Salt Lake City is tops for mid-size airports when it comes to cancellations, despite the snow. The highest score for value and convenience of any airport, large or midsize, Indianapolis eight minutes now in front of the hour on this morning once again here's dom savino and now the three big things you need to know number one
1: more legal trouble for the son of president biden hunter biden has been indicted on nine tax-related charges they allege the younger biden chose not to pay at least 1.4 million dollars in federal taxes owed during a four-year period between 2016 and 2019 prosecutors in los angeles also say hunter biden evaded taxes in 2018 by filing false or fraudulent returns.
0: Number 2
1: A 9mm handgun, 150 rounds of ammo, and a list of targets — that's what police in Las Vegas say they found on the suspect in Wednesday's fatal shooting on the campus of UNLV. The gunman, a 67-year-old college professor, shot and killed three faculty members before police killed him in a shootout. Authorities say he had previously been turned down for jobs at several Nevada colleges. Las Vegas Sheriff Kevin McMahill
3: The suspect was struggling financially, as evidenced
0: by when we serve a search warrant on his apartment, there was a notice of eviction taped to the front door.
1: UNLV remains closed today, but is tentatively scheduled to reopen next week for finals.
3: Number 3
1: A man in New York was arrested yesterday after he allegedly fired a shotgun outside a synagogue in Albany. Nobody was injured during the afternoon incident at the Temple Israel, which was just hours away from celebrating the first night of Hanukkah. New York York Governor Kathy Hochul says the 28-year-old suspect was quickly arrested after the shooting. He faces federal firearm charges, and police are also investigating the incident for possible hate crimes. The House has voted to censure Democratic Congressman Jamal Bowman for falsely triggering a fire alarm in a House office building. The move is a significant public rebuke, though it doesn't carry any actual penalty. Back in September, Bowman was caught on tape pulling the alarm shortly before the House was set to vote on a bill to fund the government. It's a day of celebration and one of the most iconic landmarks in Paris. Today marks one year until Notre Dame Cathedral is set to reopen. This morning, French President Emmanuel Macron toured the construction site where Notre Dame's towering spire has been rebuilt behind scaffolding. The 850-year-old cathedral was wrecked by a massive fire in 2019, but now work on the spire and roof is set to finish before Paris hosts the 2024 Summer Olympics. Very good. All right,
0: thank you, Dom. Feeling stressed and don't have a pet to turn to? Try cuddling with a cow Fiona Wilson and her co-farmers at Dumble Farm in Northern England started offering the cuddling sessions last winter when it became obvious that economic difficulties of modern dairy farming had become untenable. Dumble Farm's owners looked to diversify because a sharp fall in the price of milk and high inflation was crippling their business. The farm prepared the cows for months before inviting customers to come and cuddle, and the cows appeared happy to oblige. The experience, which also includes educational activities on sustainable farming, draws couples— Families and cow lovers from across the country, 63 bucks for a ticket. They sell out months in advance. Inside the barn, dozing cows delight in having their chin scratched and their soft coats brushed by the paying visitors, who can also, by the way, buy milk, yogurt, or cheese. That'll do it for this hour. For Dom Savino and Mike Gavin, I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News.